Almighty Father, thank you for this gospel story. Thank you for this good news. Thank you for this life-changing news. Would you bury it into our souls in a fresh new way over the next few days, we pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. You may be seated. Good morning, everybody. So glad that you could be here on this Palm Sunday with us. Humans love stories, don't we? We love a good story. And it's not just because we like to be entertained, although that's part of it. We love stories because um, they offer us a different reality, just for a few minutes, a different place. Stories take us to a different time, a different location. They offer us a chance to be different people. In fact, we love stories so much, we want to get inside the story, don't we? A few years ago, uh, around Christmas time, the hottest Christmas gift uh, was this set of really awkward-looking goggles or glasses called a virtual reality headset. Did any of you get this for Christmas or ask for this? A virtual reality headset. Listen to what these goggles do. They are an immersive experience that literally allows you to step into your screen. They're used to play games or watch movies or open apps on your smartphone, and they provide the sensation that you are literally inside your screen and everything around you is real, very real. We love stories. We, we love them so much, we want to get inside the stories. Um, some nonprofit companies around the globe have uh, seen the, um, the possibilities for, uh, for virtual reality and how it can actually not just be a story experience for you to get inside of, but it's a story that can get inside of you. So, for example, there's this one company... And um, and there's a bunch of examples, but I'll just choose one. There's one company that advocates for the the better treatment of prisoners uh, all around the globe. And so what they've done is create a virtual experience that lets you, the viewer, be inside of a solitary confinement cell for a little bit. Do you think that would change your perspective on jails, for example? See, stories aren't just entertaining. Stories can actually change how we think and feel and live and behave. Friends, Christian worship for 2,000 years has been the original virtual reality immersive experience. You didn't realize it today, but Bob Borders, the head usher, gave you a set of virtual reality goggles, and you all look very funny wearing them right now, I might add. You have been already, in the last few minutes, you've become part of the story. That's why you found yourself holding a palm branch. That's why you found yourself saying just a few seconds ago, crucify him. You have become part of the story. You stepped into the screen, as it were. Here's my invitation to you on this Palm Sunday at the beginning of Holy Week 
2018. It's simple. Enter the story of Jesus. Enter the story of Jesus. So enter the story today, Palm Sunday. Enter the whiplash feeling of a crowd that was celebrating Jesus one moment and then condemning Him the next. Do you feel that? Enter the story. Enter the story of uh, uh, humanity, the predicament that humanity finds itself in on that first Palm Sunday, needing a, a scapegoat, the likes of which humanity has never seen before or since. The one who came to bring us life, that's the one we'll kill. Enter the story this coming Thursday here at the cathedral for that first Monday Thursday where Jesus and his friends, his best friends, experienced a meal together, and Jesus gives them the mandate, the mandi, mandatum, to love one another. Enter the intimacy of Jesus and his friends on Thursday night when Jesus gets down on his hands and knees and washes his friends' feet. If for no other reason, enter the story Thursday night here so that you can see what it's like to be in the cathedral without any shoes and socks on. That is a bizarre experience. Enter the story on Thursday night when you feel a stranger touch your feet, not to harass you, not to harm you, but to show you a selfless act of love, someone who owes you nothing, humbly serving you. Feel the water run between your toes on Thursday night. Enter the story of Jesus. Good Friday. Enter the story of the mockery of justice, the kangaroo trial of Jesus. That's something that we're familiar with, isn't it? Just watch the news. Enter the story of the mockery of justice, the ultimate mockery. And then enter the story of come witness, come witness someone who was so lovingly committed to saving humanity from itself and from self-destruction that he was willing to be destroyed for that reason. Enter the story. And then enter the story of the hill of Calvary where Jesus hung with two prisoners. You're right there on Friday. We'll have the cross down here on Good Friday. And you can literally, you won't know whether you're in downtown Orlando or at Calvary, you can touch the cross. That's the day we venerate the cross. Christians have done this for 2,000 years. They touch the cross of Christ, that instrument of death that has become for us an instrument of glory, love, salvation, rescue. Not because it's a, a symbol of violence, because it's a symbol of the death of violence, my friends. In years past, I can think of some of our brothers and sisters who have not just touched the cross, but wrapped their arms around the cross, tears dropping on the wood of the cross, that's Good Friday. Enter the story. Come to Tenebrae Friday night and do what, honestly, I'm just going to be real frank with you, it sounds crazy. 
as a therapist and a priest and as someone who avoids pain myself, why would we ever think it makes sense to invite our neighbors on a Friday night, on a Friday night, to come face the pain and darkness of humanity for a good hour and a half? Why would we do that? Let's do, let's do the opposite of the culture. Instead of medicating our pain, instead of avoiding our pain, distracting ourselves from pain by watching hours of Netflix, let's come sit in our pain. How does that sound, everyone? Would you like to do that? That's Friday night. Enter the story. Why Christians do that is because that's what Jesus did for us. And for those few minutes, we get to long for the light of Christ because the cathedral gets more and more and more hauntingly dark through the tenebrae service. And when that candle goes out at the end, you will feel just for a few seconds what it's like to ask the question, what if there was no Jesus Christ? What would my life be like without Jesus a world without a Christ. Enter the story of Good Friday. Holy Saturday, come back and enter the story because at the top of the service of Easter Vigil, Saturday night, we get the first hints of Easter light breaking upon us. The sadness of the previous night, the silence, the darkness is broken upon by the first light of Christ. The new fire entered the story of light breaking in on darkness, entered the story of the great noise where you're standing with hundreds of people shouting, not because you're angry and not because you're an angry mob, not for a political cause, not for an athletic event. You're shouting because light has overcome the darkness. And love has overcome hate in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's Easter Vigil. Enter the story. And finally, Sunday morning, enter the story of resurrection. Enter the story of life. Come celebrate the death of death. Come see and smell the beautiful array of flowers. Not just to make the cathedral pretty, but they are signs of spring, signs that winter has ended and new life has begun. New things are happening. Do you want a spring in your heart? Where in your life do you need to see winter go away and spring come? This is what Jesus came to do. Come taste it. Come smell it. All of our drab vestments, as beautiful as they are, will be replaced with resplendent white. Come experience Sunday morning as you enter the story of Jesus that sin and death does not have the final word in your life. That the resurrection Jesus brings to the whole world impacts individuals who are suicidal impacts marriages who feel like they're on their last breath, impacts uh, loneliness, isolation, impacts careers that feel empty, uh, impacts starving people groups all over the world. This is the resurrection of Jesus. 
This is the new spring. This is coming. This is the reality for Christianity. Come taste Sunday morning a little bit of the resurrection life that will bring healing to war-ravaged nations, to oppressed states, to separated races, to abused children, and to harassed men and women. This is Easter Sunday. Enter the story. My prayer for us this Holy Week 2018 is not just that we would enter the story of Jesus, but the story of Jesus would enter into us and change us forever. May it be true. Amen.